What's up, Ginger Bros listeners? This is Noah from Dentops. Brandon and Andy will be back in a minute with another awesome show. But in the meantime, I want to tell you about our new Dentops community for retail PDR and hail repair business owners and operators. It's a totally free Facebook group where you can mastermind with other PDR folks, ask questions, and share knowledge about growing your PDR business. Within the DentOps community, we regularly post content and host live streams about important topics that will help accelerate your PDR business, like marketing and sales, estimating, customer experience, team and contractor management, and a whole lot of other things that will help grow your PDR business. I would love for you to join the conversation. You can jump in or learn more at dentops.com forward slash ginger. Check it out now, and I hope to see you on the inside. What's up, everybody? What's up? <laughs> Every time. Every time. What's up, what? Mr. Dragos, Mr. Bucknell? Yeah, we got a few viewers going. Yep. Y'all, uh, before before we get a Facebook user, y'all remember to hit that link in the description. You can like swipe back to the left or whatever if you're watching it live and hit that link. Grant StreamYard permission to see your name. If not, you'll be Facebook user and uh, we'll make fun of you. So Absolutely. What's up, Mark? I'm over here just new chair goofing. I got my new try. Ooh. And it's about a foot tall. So I'm like trying to type on the computer. <laughs> now That's I know what John Yeager feels like. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> What's up, brother? Other Andy? It, even in that chair, John would look like the the cartoon. Or oh, like, be hilarious! You can see his little spike too. Yeah. <laughs> we got a Facebook user. <laughs> see you, hey. uh, S two thousand endorsement. I ain't heard of S two thousand in a hot minute. What's that, Johnny Tran? <laughs> yeah, Johnny yeah, that, that is what he's got too. He's running. I can't even remember what they said he was running or whatnot. That's God. That's a long time ago. It's crazy how long ago they did it. <laughs> Kyle said it's open. Kyle, You're good, Kyle. We can see you. What's up, Ben? What's up, Ben? Ben staying up late. late over there. Yeah, it is. So somebody. <laughs> It's a it's a regular. So. That fool was running out. I'm ready to go home and watch the movie. Now. I know, right? Uh, it's gonna be so terrible. <laughs> so you guys, uh, I know y'all seen the. You know, we always got to give a shout out to Denops. They're still sponsoring us. Uh, the group's great. I got on there yesterday and I asked about trying to find some insurance agents' email addresses, and, and Noah answered, gave me a good good route to take for that. So. It's good for stuff like that. It was Mandy. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, so story on my my Denops uh, translation I did last week. I was talking about um, got it back from knowing them. Great, submitted that back to State Farm. Uh, State Farm's original estimate from photos for full conventional on this car was like eleven hundred something. My PDR was like fourteen something. They kept denying it twice for the supplement, saying it's better to go full conventional, in their opinion, because it's cheaper. Granted, they looked at it by photos. So, sending it in, then Ops, then Ops comes back, full thing was like 28 something. <laughs> <laughs> then, finally, uh, an adjuster called, and he's like, so what 
you know, what what are you having to do on all this? I said, well, it explains it all, what I have to do in the estimate. And uh, he said, well, can this not be done by PDR? I said, yeah, it can. But y'all have denied that twice <laughs> for, you know, it's only you know, a couple hundred dollars more than what yours was. I said, but there's no way to do this full conventional for what y'all wrote it up as. He's like, let me make some phone calls and see. I still ain't heard back yet. But Imagine that. I said, look, I'll do it for the 14 something that I originally set, sent in. I said, but if you want full conventional, this is my price, and it's twenty eight, whatever it was. So we'll, well see. I, I told them that fourteen hundred, and they're paying the translation fee of one hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, well, I'll have to send that in again, I guess. But yeah, that's what they think, Andy. We got Noah and the guys over at Denops like hooking that up. I love that shit. Even if I get a hailstorm, I'm just gonna let them handle it. Like let them roll with it. You know, I did have a, uh, I had a rep for all data come in uh, about a month ago. And, um, I don't know, to, it, it's about for the basic package, it's about the same as CCC. So I'd rather go CCC. Absolutely. That's the case. But if it's a lot cheaper, I'd rather do all data. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really contemplating it going one of them. I just I'll want just, more information on it. I'd have to get a lot more insurance jobs in here to, do that instead of just using Noah. Like I'd rather just use DenOps right now. If I had them constantly well, coming in all day, every day, it'd be a different story. Like I could see justifying that price. As long as they're, as long as they'll pay that translation fee. But you know, there's been several that they finally have kind of start denying that. Yeah. But, what uh, up, James? We were just telling but, our guests, the, you try to be our longest show, and somebody they branded single handedly beat it out with Matt Myers. Yes, sir. Yes, Brandon sir. Beat it out. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. Anyway, on to uh, on to our show. We've got a, uh, a great guest on here, and we actually were kind of turned on to him by uh, uh, Matt. <laughs> My mind's gone. <laughs> Gosh, didn't play himself, but um. And then Will, he ended up, I was in a text group. I think Matt ended up uh, adding Will into that one and stuff. And I've recently gotten out of it. I just got too many text groups going on. But <laughs> um, anyway, so we were trying to think of, of people to come on. And uh, we were going to have Will on several weeks back in October. And then, you know, us, we forgot to put the promo out. Will's like, hey, are we still having that show? <laughs> Tomorrow or whatever, he said, and he kind of he had something come up where he needed to do this job to prove to other dent guys that hey, you know, this can be done. So I'm like, yeah, let's, we'll go ahead and move you into into November here, and and we'll get you back on. So here we go. So our guest tonight, Mr. Will Garcia with Dent Zero Colorado. What's up, What's brother? Up, brother? And you can see the beautiful Colorado trees in the yeah, background right. out there. Uh, if he'd been on next week, we probably have about, yeah, I was about to say next week, you had about a foot of snow sitting back here. It didn't look even yeah. cooler, but you're excited <laughs> about that, aren't you? Oh, yeah, big time. That's my thing. <laughs> and we'll we'll kind of get into that uh, in a little bit, but <laughs> James, Big, big Willie. That's what she said. Big Willie. <laughs> what is up with you and that? <laughs> 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 dirty mind dude. dude i've sat around all day with no work to do so I've, my mind's went south for the day good girl. <laughs> so how's your day been will it's been good today's been a pretty chill day one of those 
kind of catch up with stuff on the computer, cash checks, pay my toll bill, you know. <laughs> <laughs> pay your toll bill. <laughs> yeah. Talk to uh, Sal Contreras about some of the dent dial attachments. Um, I keep seeing him use like a, a leather on top of something, but it's oh, not yeah. so I'm uh, trying to figure that out. Um, but yeah, pretty chill day. I actually didn't fix anything. I've got stuff going on the rest of the week, uh, including snowboarding season starting tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's awesome. Is, is it starting tomorrow because there's a, there's a storm coming in? So last uh, Thursday or Friday, uh, Arapaho Basin ski area opened, which is the first ski area in all of North America to open for the season. Um, Keystone just opened, Winter Park opened Monday, and then Loveland, which is the one that I have a season pass for, opens tomorrow. And they'll go all the way into June, at least May. Now, do they have fresh snow on it already, or they got man-made? So every place that that has opened, <coughs> um, every place that has opened is mostly man-made um, and just one okay. run. And it takes about okay. till the end of December, or January to be like fully open. Okay. How far is about that from it? your house? Thirty-five minutes. Oh, nice! Right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. And I also go right from home too, which is really cool because I live at ten thousand four hundred feet, so I'm a little <laughs> bit higher than most of the ski areas base areas. Um, so it's basically like living in a ski resort. I'm right next to the Continental Divide. It's actually a four mile hike to the top of one of the peaks. And um, oh, wow, yeah. So and I'm surrounded by national forests and endless terrain. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> all, I'm all I'm surrounded by are idiots on the road and hot, humid weather. So, how I many yeah. measures you got? We're going to have to take a visit. <laughs> yeah. It's like paradise up there. Yeah, you yeah. teach me how to snowboard because I ain't never got to do it. So, you have to watch me crash a lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe just sled at first. Yeah, that sounds perfect. <laughs> I'm down yeah. for that. Can I get some of that, that uh, cooking spray from National Lampoons to put on the, yes. the sled? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Will not might not remember that. How old are you, Will? I, I know National Lampoons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll be forty though this uh, snowboard oh. season. Yeah, you're up yeah. there with us. You look yeah, a lot younger. Right. I gotta say, I I'll say be forty three December. So yeah, you're right there. I say yeah. he's about thirty. Thanks. What about you, Andy? How old are you? I turned forty in January. So cool. Immediately. Started hurting in new places I never hurt before. <laughs> My birthday, I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I feel like I'm always rehabbing something now. Oh, absolutely. That's but, what uh, yeah. Jack's like 30, and he's like, the other day he Snapchat me, man, I'm down in my back, getting old sucks. I was like, dude, I won't hear it. It just gets worse, buddy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Got to yeah. stay on top of that. And oh, I actually, absolutely. a little setup right next to me, which is for my, uh, mostly my right shoulder just to like keep being able to fix dents is so yeah. important and as much as a lot of us probably think like we need to be having game plans for not fixing dents forever but you know for as long as you are you still want to be able to throw a ball with your kid and you know yep sleep on your side for more than 20 minutes like that's my problem my shoulders hurt so bad i just constantly roll all night jeez yeah my my uh 
my rotator. I did something to my rotator cuff. I don't know, a year and a half or so ago, and it stopped me from throwing the baseball with my son. And then it's slowly gotten better. But then with the seventy-five hard challenge and trying to work out, like one of the exercises called for, uh, you know, pull-ups. I can't do. I can't yeah. hang from here because it pulls yeah. certain muscle or tendon right there. You know, if I'm like right here, I can I can yeah. do it, but it'll or I can do you know bench press stuff like that. But there's certain movements I just cannot do, so I have to adjust stuff. And yeah. um, and then my back went out Monday night after my last workout, and then yesterday sucked. Today I was about seventy percent, but what I mean, day are you like. On? I'm on day 63 today. So All right. Close. So close. That's it's awesome. A, but the past two mornings, I haven't been able to go to work. I mean, go walk. So, like yesterday, Mandy come in and to work, and I'm back here having to do, like, band workouts just because my back, I'm standing up. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I got to get a workout here. I got to yeah. do the workout. So, just trying to do light stuff. I mean, I'll just using 10 pound band i mean it's real light but just something to get that workout going and you know tomorrow's supposed to be my next big workout but i can't do i, I gotta let my back rest throughout the weekend so i just gotta do light stuff but right hopefully in the morning i can actually get back up and walk again yeah first time i've been an antique i hope i can do what bruce is doing when i'm his age <laughs> like, shit. oh i know <laughs> what's up adam so you want to tell us how you got in this wonderful PDR industry? Yeah. Nice little backstory. Sure. Um, so I moved to Jacksonville, Florida when my mom was transferred there. Uh, she's in the Navy uh, when I was in seventh grade. And I graduated high school there. And about a year later, um, started going to a church where about, I would have to count, but I think it's like five or six guys with Dent Wizard all went to this church. We've heard of this uh, church before. <laughs> I didn't know any of them until I started going. <clears throat> uh, that was about a year after high school. So that was like 2003. And um, let's see. So I became a carpenter. Um, I actually got engaged and married while I worked in a cafeteria at a hospital <laughs> making like seven or eight bucks an hour. Yeah. I think Matt was telling me about that earlier. I was like, Dang. yeah. Um, yeah. Slow start. Um, and then I had a buddy, a couple buddies asked me to come do trim carpentry with them. It was during uh, the housing boom before the crash in 07, 08. So I um, switched to doing that and it was just nonstop uh, single family homes, new cookie cutter, just basically trimming whole homes every single day, um, which was sweet. I absolutely loved learning woodworking. Then I got into cabinetry, um, did that for a few years, had my own company for a little bit. Then the market crashed uh, same with the auto industry, you guys probably remember. Oh, yeah. And um, that's when Matt Boyette and another friend named Chip asked me about coming to work for Dent Wizard. And I remember thinking, 
like how are the, how do they need somebody if the auto industry is plummeting and um i remember talking to my stepdad about it he was concerned and um so i did it anyway and i went to dent wizard school in april of 08 i was the only person in my class i'll go ahead and start with that and instead of just saying i finished first <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't first but, you last <laughs> i did um i did i did do really well in school though i i had uh, i only missed like a few points on a couple tests um and i was actually told after the first test of the first week um this guy named steve Payne. do you remember him andy i remember steve so he graded my test and he looked at it so quickly and he goes, wow, it's gone. You probably won't have to be here the whole eight weeks. I was thinking, are you looking at the same thing I'm looking at? <laughs> As you can imagine, you know, like dent test one of your career. Um, so went to school um, for the two months, got out. Um, Matt's brother, Mark, actually just handed over one of his accounts that was good for two cars a week at about 65 bucks. Um, so didn't necessarily start reeling in the dough. Um, <laughs> that took a little bit of time, but within the next couple of years I had picked up, I think I was at like 14 accounts. Um, and nice. my thing kind of had always just been like, obviously you just show up and you're supposed to show up, but you know, do your best. Um, but I would say the biggest part of my career in Jacksonville by far was that I was with those five, six guys that we were friends first, and then we worked together and they constantly, you know, they knew my situation being new. And if I had a slack afternoon and they were busy all the time i'd get called to help them out and then now i'm side by side with those guys that's awesome yeah yeah that's like a lot of story yeah that's the biggest part um and i remember hearing in different markets with dent wizard where guys are actually competitive against each other in shops and dealerships and um i never experienced anything like that because in in every <clears throat> my mind it was just like we're this group of guys and we have our accounts and when you need help you call whoever's available and everyone you know was able to bring something to the table and help and um so that was awesome so i did five years of that and then in 2013 um after being asked several times by um the hail team president to join and thinking, absolutely, there's no way I can ever do that because there's no way I'm going to leave my family. And I had heard, you know, like crazy stories of guys traveling <laughs> and the things that happen, yeah. how relationships end up because of those things. And so it was just kind of like a, no, there's no way. But then we just started thinking, my wife and I started talking about homeschooling and uh, maybe she could come with the kids and we just will never not be apart. Um, and the funny thing was, so I called Matt and I said, Hey, I think I'm going to join the hail team. What do you think? And he goes, 
Well, actually, I'm joining the Hail team too. (laughs) 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 What were you going to tell me? Um, (laughs) They told me then. uh, And then it turned out Mark Boyette, his brother, was joining the Hail team as well, um, which was a really big deal because that's three guys in the same market leaving. And that was going to leave a big hole. Um, Have you guys ever heard of the name Mike Caudell? I don't think I have. So Mike Claudel was the uh, was a tech and then a manager, and he was actually my hiring uh, sales manager in Jacksonville, and we had become friends. Um, so he was actually quitting too. <laughs> for the market. Shutting down the whole market. <laughs> so, yeah, there's still a decent amount of guys, but you, as you can imagine, like you know, Matt had a major established route. Mark did too. I. I, at that time, I probably had at least 10 accounts um, and then the manager. So I um, I didn't find this out for, I think, like half a year to a year after I had joined the Hale team. But that manager, Mike Caudell, um, waited to quit be, until I had left and was established on the Hale team just to make sure that I was able to go do that. Cause he was afraid Dude. if he pulled the plug, then that would just be like, Oh, and he had gone back to being a tech at that point too. Um, that they would have just held me back because I was still the newest yeah. guy. We had, we had like one new trainee at the time, but um, so you were very blessed to be like with all these guys <laughs> looking out for you and stuff. It's insane. Like, it's insane. Yeah, that's awesome insane um so so that happened and a cool thing about that guy mike is um i've been in colorado now for over four years and i haven't traveled at all i actually remained on the hail team um up until i left dent wizard at the end of last year but um i hadn't traveled because i just kept picking up shops in town and doing residual hail um but that guy mike caudell called me um, a few months back and said that uh, he's like, Hey, there's this guy in Montana is swamped and I need someone that can go there. I know you don't travel, but um, he just goes, I just need someone that can show up and there's not going to be any problems. And um, so I talked to my, and he's like, and it's going to pay pretty good. So I talked to my wife and I just did my first travel job. I did 30 days and, ended up being the biggest month of my career. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> and, uh, so anyways, a little bit uh, back to my Dent Wizard story, though. Um, so I joined the Hale team. Um, I basically traveled with uh, Matt and Mark Boyette for most of – for six years, it was about half the time. Technically, it felt like most of the time. Um, but – I got to go everywhere from, you know, Atlanta, Florida, um, up the East Coast, out to Texas, Colorado, um, Calgary twice, Australia four times. Um, I've, and I was even sent to the General Motors plant in Mexico. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I had a really cool career. Um, in some of those jobs, the highlights, I would say, would be 
big BMW job. There was a 6,500 car hail job. Um, it was really difficult. There's 150 dent guys. It lasted uh, just over three months. Um, wow. And Matt and I and a couple other guys were asked towards the end to be these dudes that worked in the white room, which is where like cars would get fixed and go to a light tunnel, then go back to the tech then go to the light tunnel, then get inspected by these German engineers and these paint experts. And they'd stick tape all over the car for like the stuff they needed fixed again or more. Yeah. We would do that. <laughs> uh, and then, that then that led into me working on the assembly line. Uh, fixing stamping issues for um, a little while. And that was when I set a personal record of fixing 375 cars in three days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. And I think that had a little bit to do with me getting asked to go to Mexico to General Motors to fix some stamping issues for them too. Cause you know, there's, that's, they're, they're not really difficult um repairs it's just like this has to be perfect and like no one can find anything ever again kind of deal and so i love i get like a kick out of that nervous stress yeah you know, like that because so, i'm always like why me <laughs> you're right so here. you proved it that's why you <laughs> yeah yeah now do you um, do you have to fix it going down like the line or anything like do you have to walk yeah with it? yeah so at bmw not at general motors at bmw i had to have um there was the most strict place i've ever worked where you basically had to have like a jumpsuit but i didn't have a jumpsuit so i showed up in jeans and my dent wizard shirt and regular shoes and they were pretty upset about that um <laughs> obviously you know there was a little bit of lack of communication and i didn't know or have a jumpsuit so they basically gave me like this full bodysuit to put over it and a smock and like shoe covers. Um, basically, and you know, had to take your rings off and, um, which I don't think I actually did, but um, <laughs> it's not like to never take off my wedding ring. Um, but I had a section about, I'd say, a little bit longer than the length of a car. And this was only the BMW. Um, SUVs and I was only fixing the X5 hoods and I had one minute to fix the car. Um, as it passed through my section, I couldn't go outside of the section. The cool yeah. thing was it's, it took me 17 seconds to fix the stamping issue. But if their in-house dent guy had worked on it, it took five minutes. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can so, see that. We use that story a lot talking to customers. Not a lot, but when you get the customer that's like, yeah, I think I might work on it myself. Um, yeah. Or pop it out or use the plunger. Um, I guess uh, Jack endured some of the same stuff. He said, steel toes sucked. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't wear steel toes either. You're yeah, yeah, Will didn't have to wear anything. He just yeah. came in. Yeah, came in in his drawers and said, "Let me fix some shit." I'm rolling out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that job, I did the assembly line for a couple of days, and then the cars that had already gone through it, I had to go outside. It was a sea of cars, as you can imagine, and I had to peel back the 
tape on the oh yeah to find if it had the flaw or if it had been fixed. Um, so now was it in a, a good an ax? I mean, a, a spot that had good access straight to it, or yep. Uh, well, if it just had the stamping problem, it was just a high spot ridge about this oh. wide. Um, okay. so it was just nothing just disappeared, you know, maybe my first couple, I like had one hit where I was like, crap, now I gotta, but it was just one of those big giant plugs. And then one of those, yeah. uh, curve tools that would get oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Which is, that's the job where those were paramount because, um, I'm going to make a confession. Um, I was one of the first 10 people to fix a car on that job. And my only my hood was rejected <laughs> because um, not because of looking at the repairs on top, but because I had really honestly barely bent some holes um, that yeah. the plugs were going to go back in and cover right, cover it. But I kid you not, the slightest imperfection in the holes was like, nope, we have to replace this hood. And wow. I, mean, I felt so sick and, and I was the only person. But I promise you this, I never had that happen again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you made, you made up for that. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good lesson. And I was surprised at it, but it, it was one of those. By things. the way, this uh, I had to pull up. I still trying to figure yeah. out somebody. Uh... Yeah, Facebook user is actually uh, Justin. Uh, I, I I think you say it, Breitmeier. Oh, oh Justin Breitmeier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's who it is. Cool. Me and Justin, that- uh, we roomed our my first MTE. It was me, him, Evan, and uh, Paul Laputra. So, gotcha. But that's who yeah. it is. That's who the Facebook okay. user is. Okay, so I know Paul too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. Paul. He's a good dude. Me and him was in a fantasy football league together. That's cool. Yeah, he was yeah. out here for a while, but he was yeah, he was at Avis killing it. Finally yeah. moved back to Texas or moved to Texas because he's actually from here. Well, yeah, he was a detailer at Mercedes, like in Nashville, about forty-five minutes from me. And got into Dent Wizard that way, so he's a he's a badass. He made Dent Wizard a lot of money too. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Justin's cool. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but uh, that dude had some cool cars. He was one of the first people I met that had a uh, Nissan Skyline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That. Right-hand drive? Or... <laughs> I think so. Now he's got one of the, what, the SRT uh, Durangos or whatever. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. He probably works Beast out. Probably so. Yeah. What's up, Nick Stark? Another great dude. Yeah, I was wondering. I kept seeing this. He, uh, I'm assuming he put this too. He said you filled uh, some sandbags to help the people in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, the inside joker is that legit? <laughs> no, that's true. So you know, when you're at Dent Wizard School and you're away from your family and you got the weekend off, what do you do? Well, when we were there, um, it was during some historic flooding, and. Um, uh, we found out that there was at the school close by, it was just like show up and help fill sandbags. And then they would, you know, take them on trailers to people's homes that needed them. Yeah. So it was like, well, want to go fill some sandbags? And Justin was like, all right, yeah, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. Was that yeah. this 
from uh, New Orleans who lost his house in Katrina was in school too. And um, I, don't, I mean, he's, he's long gone from Dent Wizard. I think he lasted less than a year, but I remember him saying, nobody came to help me, so I'm not going to help them. Oh, dang. Yeah, that was when I was like, geez. But, yeah. Yeah. Trust me, I've been there for two years after I mean, Katrina. I know, I know how they think. Sure. Yeah. 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 It was interesting. Um, you know, he was bad a bad car on you. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird too, but mm-hmm. I got it. I'm sure it was yeah. a pretty tough situation, but, but yeah. So how, how, um, how much you got, what, another year before you're out of your two year? Yeah. So, December, or whatever. um, yeah, so I officially left Dent Wizard the end of November last year. Um, and thankfully, my situation, like my exit situation, was really unfortunate. Um, I always tried everything I could for a very long time to stay with the company because I had, that's my mom. Oh, <laughs> hey, Karen. Hey, mom. Yeah. She's awesome. She's a, a doctor and a retired captain in the Navy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. She's Thank cool. you for your service. Right. Yeah. Um, so with, I, uh, I think it was 2019. My wife and I decided no more traveling. Um, where kids were becoming teenagers. We have, we now have three teenagers. Um, and we were just like, let's make it work here. Um, Matt and I had won, um, the shop from a local company here that did not do very well. And, um, there was a lot of residual work and I just thought, we'll just make it work here. So a better place, right? (laughs) Yeah. We bought a place. Um, I only had that shop. I was with Dent Wizard and fast forward maybe two years. I had, um, beat that local company out of five more stores. I had negotiated, um, from what I know, the highest percentage of anyone in the company of Dent Wizard for commission and a percentage for any work other people did in those shops. So all it had to do was hail. <laughs> um, so moving here is kind of like me playing the stock market because since I've moved here, it hasn't hailed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that's why Paul had to get out too. He's like, hey. right. But there's so much residual work um, still. And I had, I was spread out over all those shops. Well, there was a little bucket storm in Aurora uh, where I had one store. And uh, some very unfortunate things happened where that local company was able to get themselves back in. And I was forced out um, of every single shop Um, after never missing an appointment, never being told I missed a dent, never having a car come back, never having a customer complaint. And um, the other company was like it was like a weekly thing with them, that kind of stuff. And. Um, so it was really devastating as you can imagine, cause I was really pumped to have been that spread out. So right around that time, um, Dent Wizards local district manager quit and I was being looked at for that position, um, which I thought would be cool if I could get a good salary and a truck. <laughs> Are you shaking your head? 
No, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, not you. Um, it's off um, the, uh, YouTube coming on like every once in a while, some random will happen from YouTube messaging. So no, <laughs> you're good. Shake your head yeah. about manager. I will shake my head about manager. You take a hell of a pay cut to do that. <laughs> I so yeah. So I ended up interviewing um, for it and. Uh, obviously giving them a little bit higher number than they're wanting to offer. And they ended up hiring someone with zero automotive experience uh, from UPS. Really? Yeah. And I just thought, and I just thought like, Oh my gosh, you know, like that didn't like hurt my feelings. It just kind of hurt my feelings as a company. Right. And, yeah. And since that person has, uh, it was a horrible decision, um, according to the people that I kept up with locally, uh, that guy left and then they hired someone, I believe it was from, um, enterprise sales, um, still with, you know, not necessarily any reconditioning experience, but so it was one of those, you know, it's like, okay, well now I'm just kind of being forced out cause I have nothing. Yeah. I don't have a route. I'm not on the route side. I'm, and I, I, I didn't want one. Um, and um, I just wanted to work in shops and, and do mobile retail at, at that point. And um, so I was like, well, I guess I just kind of have to start my own thing. Um, and it was, honestly, it was a little bit kicking and screaming because I really wanted to stay with Den Wizard because I had such a great career. I never yeah. had a year that was like, oh, my God, that was just so bad. I hate this company. Obviously, it was a roller coaster and, you know, there's good jobs, bad jobs, good managers, bad managers, honest people, dishonest people, like anywhere. But yeah. um, but I had, as you can imagine, the guy group that I came from in Jacksonville and um, people that I've met on the road. It's like, just do your own thing. Like, why aren't you already doing your own thing? And um, so... That's how kind of how I fell into Here it. Here you are. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's like I, you know, I tell a lot of Denver technicians, like some, I mean, if Denver's are treating you good, your local management's good for you, you know, everything's going right, there's no reason to leave. Like if you got it, you know, covered pretty good because the stress of owning your own business sometimes ain't worth it. So if you're doing good, sure. stay with them. But if they're dicking you around, there's, there's yeah. better, greener pastures. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. thankful for my opportunity that Denver's gave me, but I feel like I kind of outgrew that. So, yeah, yeah, it was just sad to it was just sad to leave because um, I, I loved being with them. And um, my manager on the Hill team was amazing. Uh, this guy named Randy and his sidekick named Chris. And, um, yeah, the guys that I traveled with, with my family, you know, my kids, new guys, um, yeah. Matt's family. So it was just. You know, now that looking back, that was just a season of life. And now is the new chapter where it's all on me. And what do I want to yeah. make it? And so far, it's been cool. I, um, I'm i doing well on Google. And I'm getting a lot of work. And I've got back into some of those shops. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Plus more. <laughs> And um, <laughs> do, do you have do you have a shop or no? So I'm only mobile. Okay, you just okay. Um, I am constantly brainstorming the shop route. Um, Denver is a hundred plus company market, dent company market. 
Um, there's, uh, I'd say five or six companies that are like highly rated on Google. Um, and then everything down to no reviews or bad reviews. Um, you know, everything that's just in your area. Yeah. And the cool thing about where I live is I'm in between the city, the Denver Metro area and all the ski towns, which is a really good balance for me, um, personally, but also for work, because when people search dent repair near me or dent repair, um, in all the ski towns out West, I pop up. Nice. I'm pretty sure. And then the, you know, there's some shops in some of those towns too, that, uh, normally like their hail cars actually come from the airport because it doesn't hail at that elevation or those elevations. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I had already, even with uh, dent wizard in the past kind of spread myself in that direction. And so once all the dent wizard stuff kind of fizzled, I just picked it back up. Yeah. Are you uh, running your own Google ads or, or you got somebody doing like all that for you? I uh, created my own, but I have a guy that sets it all up for me. I don't have anyone doing my website. I do that myself. Gotcha. Yeah. I Google ads gets confusing. Like they, like you get it figured out and they change it and then it's like start from scratch again. So I, I get, I bang my head up against the wall daily trying to figure out Google ads you're doing your own i am we'll have to talk after the podcast yeah i am too i've, I've gotta i gotta figure something out because that's i do my own website i mean but it's finding somebody who yeah i'm a control one freak. you can trust one you can trust is actually going to do what they say they're going to do and that, that's yeah, why i had I some issues for the first time yeah, I've tried a couple and had like, like I said, I'm a control freak, so it wasn't working the way I wanted it to. So I kind of just like let me let me get that back. It's one of the so, scariest um, things to throw money at too, because you're already like I like I feel like I have a modest budget, but it's always for my um, for the ads. Um, everything's always more than you want to spend. You know, like Mobile Tech RX yeah. is oh my gosh, does it really have to be that much? You know, <laughs> you gotta have it. <laughs> you have to have it. Yeah. yeah. And then sure. And blah, 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 all the stuff. But, um, but yeah, I'll, we'll talk for a few. I'll, I'll tell you about my, my setup. It's uh it's really good. Okay. Well, yeah, let's, definitely. uh, let's, yeah, let's dive into, uh, cause we're 43 minutes in. <laughs> Hold on real uh, quick. I want to ask, have you used InOps just since they're our sponsor? <laughs> I have not. They've reached out to me. I've talked to the guy, um, most like 99 percent of hail that i do is at um shops that are direct repair shops right yeah. so it's kind and, of and my um my like personal policy for hail is show up circle everything write exactly what the r and i's i'm going to be doing and hand it in um and i usually actually will underwrite myself a lot just knowing how things are here just to fly under the radar just to get quick approval because i'm gonna fix the car in one day like every single time right yeah yeah if i go my own shop route in the future then yeah um, it'd be more for yeah because if i was still in my shop 
If I still in my shop up here with DRP, God dang, Brandon. <laughs> if I still in my DRP shop up here where I was servicing before I bought my shop, I probably wouldn't be using den hops because they're writing my CCC for me. Exactly. So, but, or or yes. if you're, you know, if you're going to run a storm, a small storm, and you're leasing a place, you're doing it for yourself, you yeah. know. And and I don't I don't use them all the time for all my hill. It's it's the ones that I know that hey about to have issues. If, if basically if if a panel is going to be off matrix, just send it to them because they'll get full full write up for it, and it's and it's, you know you're they're going to get more than what you're going to get for PDR. So yeah, um, but then Do you they just have PDR. A, um... Is it always a per car basis for them, or can you have like a subscription where I'd say it's per car one one forty yeah. a piece per car, but they okay. add it into your estimate. They put his translation. I'm hoping he. I think he's going to change it maybe or like to make it say blueprint fee or something. So insurance will pay it. Like I was yeah. getting paid for it at first, and they're like, "We can't pay this anymore." I'm like, "All right, we'll just change the word, and then you'll pay it." So yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of like the the little things that like you can put on estimates like that does not happen in my world right now. Right. At, at, um, direct repair shop. Well, there's, there's yeah, just DRPs so much that we, monster. Yeah, there's so much that we don't, we don't know that it's not in mobile tech RX, you know, as far as all the R and I stuff, um, that there's just minimal amount of things that we can put on there unless you know exactly what it is and can manually go in and do it. But, um, right. no, there's a, there's a big use, but like you said, DRP shop, you just gotta, now you can, you can, you can get more money out of writing them up for them. Um, and like I get it. the faster approval and stuff too, just flying under the radar. Like I did that a lot at the body shop too. Just, let me get it done. You know, you're getting approval. You know, it's getting approved. You're setting up, being ready to push it. So we'll just, we'll just say like uh, my BMW, you know, when we had the hailstorm here last year and I had guys down there, you know, they're right. They're trying to write everything up. Um, anyway, differently trying to use, you know, uh, standard matrix, stuff like that was just going to keep getting denied. So yeah. if they're a DRP for say state farm, use state farms matrix, but yeah. Go up on the size, do more over oversize everything. You're gonna you're gonna get to the mark that you want to yeah. get at, and there's gonna be no conflict. For sure, uh, just gotta have way... adjusters just gotta have to make sure their papers match and they don't get in trouble for it yeah. and all that. So, yeah, it's when we start trying to you know constantly use a standard matrix and a and, or something Damn, like that in a DRP it. shop that it's it's just gonna keep because they don't want to get hit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, right. let's, uh, let's dive into, uh, you know, who Will is outside the PDR world, your family, how long you've been married, which kind of got into that, okay. your kids, um, what you yeah. like to do, which we, we kind of know. I mean, you're already in Colorado, but. Yeah. I know you got three teenagers. How old are your kids? My kids are 16, 15, and 13. I have my nice. son's the oldest, and I have two girls. Okay. Um, nice. But I can uh, – rewind so graduated high school 2002 met all those dudes in 03 um just a few months after that i walked into a starbucks in the evening with my best friend for some reason because really looking back it's one of those like man how many times do you go get coffee in the evening (laughs) but 
we went, went to Happendale. <laughs> um, I saw this really cute girl um, sitting with two other people doing a Bible study. And I told my buddy, I was like, well, let's go say hey to them. And um, <laughs> so I ended up marrying her. And we've been married for 17 years. Nice. nice. Um, she was actually just showing me a Facebook memory. Oh, no, she was showing me an old journal entry um, this morning that was just over a month after we got married. And it was the day she found out she was pregnant. Really? Somehow. Right? <laughs> um, Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that was my son, Titus, who's 16. He just bought his first car from me um, and started driving uh, just a couple weeks ago on his own, um, which has been cool. And yeah, uh, he's in 11th, <laughs> yeah, he's in 11th grade. Uh, he's a big skateboarder, loves concerts. He's been going to Red Rocks and stuff, which I'm just like, oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine getting to do that growing up because that's right. like my thing with my wife now and the kids. Every chance we get right now, we're doing shows and sporting events and it's just so that's fun. Awesome. I didn't do too much of that growing up. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, married 17 years. My uh, 15 year old daughter, Callie, which is uh, kind of named after California, which is where I was born um, and a really cool name. Um, yeah. She's uh, in ninth grade. She's the only starting freshman on girls varsity volleyball. Oh, which nice. just ended. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so that's like one of the ways we connect because I just love sports and I really like volleyball. Um, and I actually coached the middle school team that my 13 year old daughter, uh, was on, uh, this past season, which just recently ended. And, um, so as far as like me now and my free time, it's, um, even though coaching is over for a little bit, um, I actually meet my kids at the rec center after school as much as we can and, We've got 10 volleyballs and a cart and we'll just set up and kind of take over the gym. <laughs> That's awesome. I keep telling my kids, it's like, they're, they're not, um, you know, they're not super tall and they're not like the ideal, ideal physique necessarily for like most volleyball players. Yeah. They're real scrappy and they go after stuff and uh, they listen and they try hard. So we just do reps and reps and reps um, of everything. And, um, I think obviously that's probably a big part of what got Callie to play varsity her uh, freshman year. And we're hoping for that for Macy. Macy's like almost five feet tall though. <laughs> so, we probably like setting a record if it happens for her, um, but we'll see. She's, she's good. Um, she's actually got a cannon of a serve for a little 13 year old girl. Yeah, and, um, and so you, really you you've coached, but have you ever kept the book in a game? Because that is hard. You've done it. Oh my, yeah, for two games, and then I had to stop the whole game to catch up. Did and, you take uh, a class to do it? No, 
I was volunteered to do it. And they kind of <laughs> briefly explained it. This high school game, I missed. Not possible. I missed. <laughs> I missed thirty-two. Like, like where the, you know they're, they're going in and out. I'm trying to catch <laughs> up with all this, and finally, it, I'm like, time. Yep. <laughs> and we took like ten minutes to try and get the book squared up. So the next yep. game, they finally caught. You know, found a girl there that that wasn't playing that could do it, and she did great. I'm like, I'm done with this crap. I can coach, I can coach, you know, any sport there is probably, but the keeping the books for volleyball, uh-uh, no. Nope. Right. That is the most bankless position <laughs> in a volleyball match that you would never know what it actually is unless you've done it. And so I took a class for it, but the team, so I was also a, a assistant coach for a club team that both my girls were on and they're about to start back up uh, December, January where I'll be um, actually coaching the matches. Um, but assistant coach, I'll, I'll explain. It's kind of a silly situation, but, um, but yeah, you're absolutely right about the scorekeeping and keeping track of the positions rotating. And um, every time the libero goes in and out and, exactly. and yeah, looking out for other about. team trying to, I don't know he didn't, Look, I didn't need now. I didn't go to like a class. She did send us like a video to to watch, like YouTube on how to do it. And I'm, I was still like, um, yeah, okay, maybe I can do this, but no. So you got to keep track of the ball going up. out of bounds and all that. Like, there's so, dude, you would never even understand everything. What you, what you have to do. So so and so volleyed. You got to write that. Shit you can't down. watch the game. You can't. I mean, it, it's a, it's crazy. I would say if you took a Dent Wizard Hail Matrix and made it, it, which is not really that complicated, but let's just say you've never seen it. And yeah. then you made it maybe three times more complicated. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> I like uh, it. Yeah. That's it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, my new challenge, anyway. though, for coming up for volleyball is – uh, the new club season, the coach is also the varsity coach at the high school. And there's gotcha. a rule that because she's that coach, she can't coach matches on Sundays for a club team. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. guess who gets to do that? <laughs> you. <laughs> so I've been like really stoked to, be under her wing uh this this lady she's in her 60s she's been playing volleyball her whole life she's been coaching for uh 30 something years at university level like uh university of indiana and um oh wow some other colleges universities too um she's coached players that have gone on to the olympics so she's the clear creek county high school uh, volleyball coach. I mean, then we're talking a school with like 400 kids. Um, and she's the club coach too. And I've just been under her wing, like, just tell me what to do, like go chase balls or pull kids aside and do reps with certain things. But now I'm going to have to actually head coach the matches and referee. How does that work? Uh, uh, <laughs> you take like a conflict of interest? No, no, I'm not referee. Um, <laughs> not at like, the same time. Hey, yeah. I was like, God dang! I mean, you got to do this right <laughs> down and coach. I was like, 
No, I you'd be up there going, you there, like, always in. I'm like, I'm glad my kid didn't play no volleyball. This is stressful. <laughs> yeah. At club volleyball, a match, um, there's only like one or two two-day tournaments, but it's normally just Sundays, um, basically all day. You do four matches, and then when your team's not on, your team has to score keep. So the girls will do that, and then I'll have to ref. Which is a big deal. I've never done it, and I'm really nervous. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Mark. Easy win with those variables. I don't know how we won again, ref. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm thinking of making a shirt though that says like first time ref" because you guys probably grew up playing sports and have kids in sports. You know, how parents are. Oh, yeah. oh God, okay. you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you do is you do. Riff of, and then your daughter's <laughs> number on, yeah, right. Instead of yeah. dad of or mom of, yeah, uh, riff Same. coach and dad of, you know, yeah. whatever number. Yeah, my daughter played. She played volleyball until her senior year, which was last year. She decided she just wanted to enjoy enjoy her senior year, and uh, but she's she's tall. If she ever would have put forth the effort, she could have been really good yeah. at it. But she just. She just did it because she had friends doing it. Yeah. I'm curious, um, uh, off subject, what kind of car did you sell your son? What's his first car? 08, 08 RAV4. Nice. Nice. Five V6 with a third row. Ooh. Oh, woo. RAV4 with a third row. Right? Did you huh. guys know about that? No. It's got to oh. be like the back seat of a Ranger, that third row. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like <Right? laughs> Yeah. It's one of those, like, kind of stone go. Like, it looks like a normal trunk. Yeah. Um, and it just has two seats that pop up. And I remember seeing it. I bought it when I was doing those shops working for Dent Wizard. Uh, I, we traveled in a 15-passenger van, roof rack, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but then when I was here... And we moved here. It's like, well, I need, I bought my wife a Jeep Wrangler and then I just paid cash for a cheap uh, RAV4. All I needed to do was wait for the phone to ring for the shops and show up at these shops. And my tools yeah. were normally at one. So, um, but then when I started my company, it's like, okay, I'm going to be going to nice homes, nice places. And <laughs> that's when I went for the, new gladiator which i just had wrapped um i haven't posted any pictures of it uh because had a little issue with the wrap company they made it like very orange when it was supposed oh. to match my red oh god <laughs> and um so yeah i was actually like real heartbreaking <clears throat> going up it looks amazing everybody likes it it looks cool i mean it could be like it's the wrong color really but I, yeah, I really wrestled just the last few weeks with it and uh, kind of went back and forth with what could be done about it and um, wasn't really happy with how things turned out, to be honest. But I'm guessing they're not going to redo it for you. They, for uh, yeah, they offered me a few hundred dollars back, um, which. No, my shit's the wrong color. You fix it. <laughs> yeah. And, or they could take it all off and only do. Um, I wish I could just show you a picture, but basically it's like from the front, the bottom leading edge of the front door up to the back of the camper shell is mountains, this building, and then my logo. Yeah. And then the whole background behind that is a topographical map of where I live. 
which is really cool. And that's, that's what awesome. kind of makes it pop across the hood, everything. And um, didn't you um, didn't you post a picture of that in that group of like the design of it? I think a while yeah, back in, in that Maybe. group. Like, I was sending my mom with the orange. Yeah, the become a, become a <laughs> joke. Um, every, everything. I mean, look at your stuff. It's it's red and black. All my yes. stuff, is, yeah. like my color is red. My my work shirts yeah. are red. My logo is red and black. Phone but, you, but your vehicle's orange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I got yeah, that. I go out of state to get a red Jeep and in all the communication, like in the emails, it says um, there might be a very slight difference in color. And it turned out like orange. And Now you're a UT fan. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, that, that's been one of the silly, and it was really expensive, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of bummed out, but it's just one of those like, well, is what it is, you know. Like I've got a Man. really cool rap Jeep that's just not my color. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. I know. Well, I'm glad. Is, I'm, I'm glad everything's going good for you, though. Especially you know being out on your own for almost a year. <clears> Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, I love to see it because awesome. I mean, you know, dealing with your guys, we get to, you know get comfortable with knowing we got work with all that, and that's a leap of faith when you take it from Dent Wizard. And, I love sure. to see guys succeed when they do it. So, yeah, yeah, it was cool to, cool, not cool, not cool to start from nothing too. You know, just to have all those shops disappear. Oh my know, god! And then uh, you know, not get that management position, um, which everything you know, even like my direct manager is like, you don't want that. You know, go yeah. just go do your own thing. And it is, well, it is every, a very scary leap of faith. It is. Everything happens for a reason. Right. Yeah. Even an orange wrap. Yeah. Even an orange wrap. <laughs> let me know when you find the reason on that one. <laughs> conversational piece. I now have the only orange Jeep Gladiator. There's your reason. <laughs> yeah. Lucky you. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing that's uh, Justin. What a great dude. Oh, uh, that's uh, Kobe LeBlanc. Uh, oh, what up, Kobe? Kobe. Yeah, you guys know Kobe? He must be on our junior yeah, bros. He's been on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kobe's cool. We love Kobe. Yeah. He's in the 20 group with me. Uh, yeah, he's out there in Colorado or was. I don't think he is now, but he was. Could you guys share with me at least briefly what how you guys got into Dents and then – um, I know you were with Dent Wizard, and I'm guessing you weren't Brandon. I was not. I was not. I, uh, I just briefly, uh, I needed a change of work, you know, uh, occupation, I guess you'd say. Um, heard about PDR, told about an opportunity with a local uh, dealership, you know, an in-house crew. Body back. Um, no, I, so I talked to them. It was, it was through their body shop and everything. They were supposed to send two of us for training, but I had to. I've never quit a job. I've always Sorry. worked out a notice. So while I was working out my well, notice, like, <laughs> while I worked out the notice, anyway, I, uh, they sent the other guy to uh, 
training with paintball in Michigan, which ended up being just a, a flop. Uh, the only thing good that came out of that was they did give us uh, a nice set of finesse tools. And so I, I learned with finesse tools instead of cheap tools. Um, but basically I had to teach myself and I was there for less than a year uh, before AutoNation bought them out. And um, I built relationships and stuff with, you know, wholesale lots and all that. While I was there, AutoNation bought them out. They, they cut all that out. So um, anyway, for two months, I, I wouldn't even make it 40 hours. And I was like, I can't do this. So um, anyway, put in my notice, started my own business. Uh, that was in 2014 and have yet to look back. I've been full-time in the shop here for, well, since 2020. Um, and just you know, loving every minute of it. So it so is stressful. Um, you started with a route. I start. So when I left, well, when they cut out my, our outside business, they did that because AutoNation already owned two dealerships. They owned a Ford and a Honda here. So they bought the Dodge, which I worked at. Um, and then they moved everybody in that body shop to the big AutoNation body shop across the street and left me and the one other guy who, did PDR, small conventional repair, bumper repair, repair, glass, all this kind of stuff in this body shop. Uh, we had two paint booths. We had mixing booths. We had uh, like eight bays all to ourselves. They were Jeez. like, well, instead of, instead of y'all doing just, you know, say 75 cars a month for Dodge, you're going to be doing 300 plus for Dodge, Ford, and Honda. Yeah. And we had, it wasn't just PDR. It was different packages that we did. And we're like, oh, hell yeah. But they cut out all my outside work. And so uh, that didn't pan out because the other two dealerships had guys like us that were already coming in, building relationships. Um, so um, I, I was up there every day with the, the big manager. We, we would run over to the other dealerships. They may send us one car. Uh, it just, it never worked. I, I wasn't making 40 hours. Um, so I put my notice in on a Tuesday on that Friday morning, I was there early getting a bumper ready to paint. One of the managers comes down, Oh man, I hate to hear, I hear you're leaving. I'm like, yeah, well, I didn't tell him I was going to do PDR, start my own business. I just said, I, I had a photography business on the side. I said, I was going to go full time with that. And, uh, I said, but I can't, you know, I, I can't work here, support a family of five, not making 40 hours a week. And, um, well, oh, it's going to get better. I'm like, no, we've been doing this for two months. Well, during that whole time, I had 10 of my wholesale lots calling me constantly. And I'm like, my hands are tied. I can't come. So when I put my notice in, I called them all. And they said, as soon as you leave, come see us. So I started out with 10 used car lots. So at least I had, at least I had a base pay type, you know, that I could start out on. And luckily at the time, uh, my wife was still not working with me, but where she worked, we had insurance through her. So that was one of the main reasons I knew I could quit there, go do my thing, hustle. And, um, you know, I was always told that, you know, if you can make it the first two years in business for yourself, those are your hardest two years. I would say probably year number three was my hardest. Um, maybe wow. three going into four. And then, um, I don't know, things just started 
clicking in my head more, you know, I, I really wanted to push it to where I was a retail location. Um, I wanted to get out of wholesale. And then once, uh, once I was full time here at the shop, I cut out all wholesale work unless they brought it here and, you know, COVID hit and, uh, you know, the car industry, they weren't selling anything. They didn't have cars. So I couldn't give them the discounts anymore. Every now and then I'll get cars, you know, from a wholesale lot that I've done here. Uh, some of them will just come by and drop it off. Me not know about it. How do you and know it's the wholesale lot? You, you recognize Because it. of the, the tag on it. You know, they'll have kind one of their tags. Drive out tags or whatever. I'll do a full-blown estimate on it and send it to them. And they say, I know somebody, I won't hear nothing. Somebody will come by here and pick that sucker back up. <laughs> send it down the road to, the, to their body shop who does it. <clears throat> but I don't, l- luckily I've been blessed enough in the past two years that I don't need that. I, yeah, I don't need to do work um, because I can. I it it's uh, I've been I've been blessed to be three to four weeks booked out. Um, even right now when it's slow, I'm still, you know, I, I'm taking that time to do upgrades on the shop, and then it's picking back up. I've done a lot of estimates, so now it's I'm getting back up to about three weeks out, um, nice. which is and and it's all bigger jobs, you know. A thousand plus jobs, you know, uh, money wise. Um, you know, we got some smaller ones in there, but it's, it's, you, once you kind of get established, and that's what I was telling Andy, you know, about his shop and stuff like that, that, um, once it starts, it takes a little time to get established in that location. Um, luckily, this was my parents' shop. My dad was a mechanic. We built it in 85. I have been using a bay in here for several years on bigger stuff. Um, but I, everything was in my truck. I was mobile. Um, but once I, it was just me in here, we updated the office when uh, my parents finally called it quits and I could take over the building myself. That's when I cut out, uh, being mobile and I knew I'd lose some accounts and stuff, uh, which I did. Several of them have come back. Um, BMW was my, my biggest wholesale account that I still did. Um, did a lot for the, the, uh, collision center and I did a lot for upfront as far as the used cars, but mainly the new cars, um, that somebody would walk by and put a, a little dent in. And I'm real tight with the, the managers there. They don't care about the pricing. They know I'm going to be fair, but they know I'm not going to give that tremendous discount. Take the weekly piss. I'll be right back. They know it's going to be done right, yeah. and so I don't touch their used cars anymore unless it's like a trade-in, you know, like a lease vehicle that's two years old. Yeah, uh, BMW itself. They call. They bring it out here. They drop it off. I call them when it's done. I send the invoice in, and you know, two weeks. I'm it's ACH, it's automatic deposit in my account. Nice. Um. So it's it's been good you know um so yeah i've been doing a lot of upgrades to the shop so for our toy drive december 3rd everything is done a lot of stuff we've been wanting all the asphalt's been redone um concrete new entrance way to the the office um i've got new railroad ties on a trailer back here i gotta put back out front um 
So by, by December 3rd, everything is done besides repainting the building, which, uh, you know, probably next spring or whatever do it then. But, um, yeah, finally after since 1985, it's like looking, it's looking good. good. It's like a really good building. That's wild uh, for it to have been around that long and your sign is sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, uh, Danny D reached out to me and he was like, Hey, who did you sign local and all that? And I was like, yeah, somebody local. I said, but I, you know, I design all my own stuff, but, I, uh, local girl that we've always used has a vinyl, well, a sign shop. Uh, she did outdoor vinyl. I mean like high end outdoor vinyl. It's four foot by eight foot. Uh, and I said, I wanted it on corrugated, the like the PVC. But I want it like half inch thick. So she put it on that and it's cut out. It was less than 200 bucks. What? Uh, I was there when he got it. I was yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, it's light as a feather. But being on the front of the building, I wanted it away so I could put the LEDs. So I, I, I just got, you know, treated plywood, traced it out, cut it out, and then liquid nailed it, you know, glued it to it, but had to use some screws into it so it'll hold both. And then I made brackets, L brackets and all that on the back, mounted to the front of the building, put a new LED light to shine on the front of it, put the LEDs on the back. Yeah, I mean, I have roughly with everything in it, basically 400 bucks. That's wild. uh, You know, it's very easy. You can find a sign shop. You know, as long as you want to do the stuff yourself, it's not bad. And if I, if, you know, if it lasts a couple of years, just the PVC part of it, if it starts to fade or anything like that, I can undo them screws, scrape it right off, have a new one printed, put right back up there. I don't even have to take the wood off the building. I don't have to take, you know, any of the, the brackets or anything. Um, so that's so cool. Yeah, yeah I, like I can do it crap myself. Yeah, not me. I paid for that bitch about six hundred bucks. <laughs> it looks good though. Yeah, I love it. Like six hundred bucks. Yeah, we've got a lot of compliments on it. I got to get yeah. brighter LEDs behind it though. I'm still. I've tried a couple. Of them Govies was about as bright as them, so I'm still trying to find. Them. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Well, it depends on which Govies that you like. I, my original ones I used behind those American flags were dull like that, and then um, the other ones like the ones behind me. I think that's what I got coming. It's like a rope light almost or whatever. I think if you, if you get like the outdoor, just look up super bright. Of course, if you wanted to pay a lot of money, you can get high end LED or, you know, dent lights, but yeah. Um, I wanted to hear also Andy's uh, story, but I had a question for you guys that um, just one of the things I've contemplated, if I was to ever have a shop, do you, have you guys ever thought of, or do you know any reconditioning shop that offers car pickup and drop-off service? Mm. Well, Matt, I Matt Moore's got something going on. I can't, but he's got a courtesy car. So yeah. I know uh, Paul Corden. Paul Corden said during the hailstorm that he would like pay a uh, tow truck to go pick the cars up and bring them to the shop or whatever. He yeah. said, you know, it's like a hundred bucks or whatever he paid for it. Like, I mean, you make it back obviously on the people you're capturing. So he said he uses it that way. Then your tow truck driver's insurance. I think, if you, I think if you actually had a vehicle that people could 
you could loan out thing out of I I've I've never checked into it because I don't know how insurance would really work on that. Um, I'm working on that. I got a my wife's old car is a 2011 Venza. It needed some little bit of work done to it or whatever, so I'm going to get that done, clean it up, probably badge it up and use it as a courtesy car. Yeah. So, and it's a well, 2011 Venza with 260,000 miles on it, so I mean like yeah. what am I stressing if something happens? To- well, like one of our uh, uh detail shops that I send a lot of stuff to Maybe have a little smart car, badged up and everything that I probably couldn't fit in. But I've seen people <laughs> driving it around, you know. But uh, that'll be a little courtesy car they can use. Yeah, yeah, I think that helps a lot. Like I had to run a customer home earlier that dropped off his Challenger, like probably thirty minutes before we closed or whatnot. But yeah, yeah I'd like to have something in place that. for that. Yeah, I, I mean that's almost that's similar to if you went. You would have, obviously have to have another person with you, but if you went mm-hmm. to get the car, um, yeah. that job that I, that travel job I did recently, um, the guy had a few guys that would go grab cars around town and bring them. And um, we made, e- made it easier too. We got a key drop box and we also have a two key pickup boxes. So if they got to pick up after hours, they pay online or whatever, and then they can just get their keys. You know, we put a code in for them and text them the code. So, you know, if you did it like um, like a lot of used car lots or use a lot of retired people, yeah, like and they'll carpool somewhere, get all the cars, come back if they're not hauling them on trailers. I mean, you can always, if you knew a couple people like that around town that just want something to do and you were so busy, say if you had a hailstorm and you needed to run people back and forth somewhere, you can always pay them and yeah. you know, gas money, stuff like that, and kind of like an Uber. I thought about bringing that up with U-Haul, being like, "Hey, man, if I hired some people to come get these vans and bring them back down to the shop, like, but I ain't made it that far yet." Hey, there's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to Walmart, so she's stopping by, I guess. Well, I hate to. Uh, well, she stuck her ass to the window. Let, That's cool. Let Andy. Um, <laughs> let Andy tell his side of the story real quick. I'll be right back. I gotta go let this dog out real quick. All right, so my story, I started in 03. My cousin was a sales manager for Dent Wizard. He's like, hey, man, we got this job. If you want to, I was like, sure, why not? I ain't doing nothing. I'm 21 years old. So went to Dent Wizard training. Uh, Rob Kaysen and Dave Christman were my trainers. Finished. Nice. I didn't finish first in class, but I finished second. So I got that going for me, which right. means nothing when you get in the real world, you know? <laughs> right. So made it to 05, and then I quit. Because there was like eight of us at the auction, and there's probably enough work for maybe two or three of us. So I just kind of got starved out. And then uh, went in factories, started working in factories until 2011. Then Wizard called me back. I was making like $9.50 an hour at this place that made light covers. Wow. A joke. Yeah, yeah, I was hurting. So they called. I was at work when they called. And they said, you want to come back? I was like, absolutely. I'll leave right now. <laughs> I'm good. Let's roll. So, and then I made it to. It was doing really good at first. I was at CarMax, you know, making you know, constant work. And then uh, it just kind of started dying down and dying down. I just got to the point I started doing a side hustle, and it was growing to be bigger than what my, you know, my Den Wizard accounts was. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. So January 2019, I put in my two weeks notice that, that December with Den Wizard. And like, man, I got to I gotta do something else. And they were cool about it. I actually caught the flu while I was in my two weeks notice, but I wasn't going to be that guy. So I worked with the flu. Wow. Yeah. Just to make sure, you know, like I said, I wasn't going to be that guy to burn bridges. Like 
yeah. sick, but I'm still going to make it happen. And, uh, you know, like I said, January 2019 started this, running body shops mainly and a couple wholesale accounts. And then February of this year, I bought the shop, made a huge leap of faith again. So yeah. it's been going good. It, what's been kind of the main um, things that kind of just make you nervous about having the shop and I mean, obviously paying for it yeah. um, is a big deal, but, um, and you bought it too, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. I, I couldn't have paid. I couldn't have found anywhere to rent cheaper than what my mortgage is right now. My mortgage is like 1400 a month. Yeah. Jeez. So, that's we paid Denver. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that in Nashville. I'm just far enough out of Nashville that I was able to, and my wife was in real estate and she was able to like, she had some real estate friends and one of them told her this was available or whatnot. So we, I didn't even look inside. They told me the price. I was like, I want it. So, and we nice. started another, we started another LLC tri-pack that owns the business or owns the shop and that for repair pays 2000 a month for rent to tri-pack. So that's cool. Yeah. Tax purposes. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. We'll figure out one of these days, I guess. <laughs> They're like, yeah. oh, I own the shop with another well, LLC hmm. and pay rent or whatever. So that's what we do. You got a guy doing all that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope. I'm on my yeah, that, That's GPA another thing is, is, yeah. Even you as a mobile tech, I hope you got a CPA. I did. I'm on my third yeah, one. My first right. two were like no communication, just screwing shit up left and right. And you don't know until you get in the position. So. Hopefully this third one's going to work out. This is the, our year with him, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, so. yeah. So if if you ever get to the point that you could find a good building to buy instead of just leasing, you know, you, you'll find out that um, now if you if you have to buy, you will have to put twenty percent down. You know, for a for a commercial building. Um, luckily, like my. <laughs> My um, instance is I'm doing a lease to own through my parents. <clears throat> yeah. and it helps them out in taxes as they retired. Go sit down. Ace and drive your nuts. You're goodness. That cold That's the thing about and thing about owning this. Like if something happens, dapper did repair. I still got equity. I can rent this out or do yeah. whatever I need to. So I mean, I could and probably I, easily get double my mortgage and rent right now. Yeah. So what I'm like, what I'm buying. It's actually two parcels. I'm buying the property the shop is on, and there's an empty lot next door. Cool. Um, so it's two different ones, but for the total of that, I'll probably pay paying less total than what Andy bought this for. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, I like if I if they need the money, like need me to get a loan to buy it out from them before I'm done paying them. Then we'll swap, we'll put, change the empty lot into my name and use that as the down payment for the loan to, to buy it out. But it'll be paid off in probably five years or so, six years. Wow. That's cool. I'll yeah, be, I got paid off. Mine will be paid off by the time I'm 55. My house and the shop will be paid off by then. That's awesome. Plan to be retirement. I'm hoping this place is self-sustained by then. Have the right people in place. I can be at the lake chilling, doing whatever I want, and yeah. you know, just keep living off of that. That's this is my retirement plan. So, heck yeah. I mean, I could. I, I checked. Um, 
into leasing a a uh, like a little. It was actually like a, a multiplex, <clears throat> so it was like a one bay, and you could build a little shop in there. I mean, a little office in it, but you know, yeah, it was kind of deep. Uh, just say if you've ever seen like uh, David White's new uh, building and stuff, like his little shop. It's about like his, but just to rent that uh, a month was uh, just over a thousand dollars, and yeah. I'm like. I'm paying basically eleven hundred. I'm pay, I'm paying eleven hundred dollars a month to my parents to buy this, and a hundred percent of that eleven hundred dollars goes to purchase. Yeah, that's wild. <clears throat> yeah, the I got lucky. Of, I've yeah, been on I've, the list. Sorry, go ahead. I refinanced my house and was going to build a shop at the house just to have for me. That was my plan, but then I was like, why not have that money do something else for me even better? So that's why. I, I was like started looking for business or for commercial property. Yeah, for sure. I've I've been on a list um just getting lease and for sale commercial properties in the Denver metro area since I started my own thing almost a year ago and um like one just popped up today I was talking to Matt about it and it was 2500 square feet, 500 of that's office, 10 10 by 10 garage door no beams, no support beams. So it's wide open. It's nice in a multiplex 2,500 bucks a month, which yeah. here is like, wow, that seems really cheap. Um, and obviously, you know, a hailstorm, you know, that's covered forever. But, um, but it's just one of those like, well, you know, location, do I want to do it? And then as far as for sale properties, I mean, anything, yeah that size um, standalone is um, over a million dollars. I can see that. Yeah. That's what a lot of people told me in their areas. I just, I said, I'm 30 miles West of Nashville. So I'm just far enough to be able to still find stuff like this, but it don't happen often. We, I mean, I feel like we got really lucky on getting this. That guy reached out and was like, yeah, 300,000. I was like, I don't care what it looks like inside. I want it. Cause I drive my body, the body shop I was servicing out of is literally like right here. Like I, I walk up there all the time and get cars and stuff. That's so, wild. Yeah, I was like, I want it. So, in my town, I, which is um, some, I'm like 12 miles out of my town of Idaho Springs, which is right off I-70, which goes into Denver. Um, in Idaho Springs, there's a property for sale that I think it's probably 3,000 square feet. Um, there's three garage doors in a small office for eight hundred thousand dollars wow yeah i was like my god now if it hailed there every year like it's supposed to you'd be like oh, i could kind of see yeah, this so if, if i had a shop i would definitely want it to be multi-service like absolutely I feel, I feel like for me step one would be have hiring a detailer and you know do tint ceramic coating uh, you know all that all the little things um, but I would need a lot of cars around the shop to have cars in the shop and Idaho Springs is, you know, a thousand person town. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and no one's bringing their cars from Denver Metro. So, you know, obviously the ideal yeah. location would be Denver Metro, but then you're talking million, two million. Yeah. 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 So it's like, well, maybe the market will just tank in the next few years and then you never know, you know, yeah, what's yeah. available too. 
That's what I feel. I feel it's coming, <laughs> but uh, you just asked me one of my yeah. biggest fears. That's it, like that and winter coming up. This will be my first winter in the shop. You know how winter is; like it just shuts down. My phone's already stopped ringing this week, and I'm like, ah, shit. Snowboard. <laughs> yeah. So my schedule just went from which is thought was cool. You're saying you're three, three, four weeks out. I was three, four weeks out for a while, and then um, I've fluctuated back and forth. But now I'm back down to a week, and it's like, it's yeah. like, all right, is the phone gonna ring? And then you call the Google guy, and uh, but then sure, like the phone always rings, and it's yeah. always, and it's not always a job, you know, but yeah. it's always a potential client. And but you um, know, like I, I, I did several, a bunch of different estimates, you know, big jobs and, and some smaller jobs, and then you hear nothing, and then like this week. Once from three, four weeks ago, or calling, and now they're wanting to schedule it. You know, yeah. I'm like, heck yeah, because I just spent a lot of money doing upgrades and stuff. I need yeah, recouping some. Yeah, um, but it's it's been great. And uh, like a guy came in earlier today, and uh, come to find out, he's only here for eleven days. But when I'm going to scan his VIN, um. He's like, now, how backed up are you? I said, well, honestly, probably won't be able to get you in until the week after next. He's yeah. like, he's like, well, I don't want to waste your time because I'm only here for 11 days. They're, they're at an RV park and stuff like that. Uh, the truck got damaged. They went inside somewhere in Tampa, come back out. Somebody hit the, the bed of it. And uh, it's not that bad of a, of a dent. Still $1,200 job, you know? And I said, well, let me, I said, just let me scan it. Let me do the, let me do the estimate real quick. Let's go in here and look. And I look tomorrow. I've got the job I have scheduled. It's not going to take me long in the morning. I said, can you drop it off in the morning? He said, yeah, I can do that. And, uh, so then he come back in with his, with his debit, his credit card to pay my deposit. And, uh, he said, let me make you a deal. If you can, you like, because we don't have another vehicle. Can you drive me back to the RV park? And I said, well, you know, where's it at? And he told me, he showed me real quick. I'm like, that's not that far. It's still a 15 minute drive or whatever one way. And, um, I said, yeah, I said, you can drop it off. Be here at eight o'clock. I said, I got to wait on this other customer to drop one off at, at eight. And, uh, I said, then I can run you back down there when I'm done. I said, I guess I got to come get you. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, I'll give you more money, you know. I said, well, you know, we'll see. I, and he was talking about, he was kind of talking, he's like, well, it's got a full tank of gas. I'm like, I'm not driving yours to you. And I went, I through, that whole, I went through that whole scenario of the last time I drove a, a, you know, customer's car and wasn't my fault, but I totaled it. Um, I'm like, I don't do that anymore. And I said, I'll take you in mine. I'll pick you up in mine. And, uh, so then I remembered too later that I've got somebody dropping a, a car off for a hell estimate in the morning too. Oh like, crap. So I called him. I said, Hey, can you meet me here at 7 a.m.? That way I can take you back and be back by eight. He said, Absolutely. He said, We're at the bank right now getting cash to pay you. That way they don't have to pay the processing fee. My man. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm like, He's like, Sure. So, I made it work instead of losing that job, you know, I'm like, yeah, I can, I can get it done tomorrow. Um, 
So, you know, anyway. That's why. great. Good, good, good job tomorrow. And yeah. What you I got? honestly think, I honestly think the one I have before it's going to be harder than, and they're small dents. Uh, Deep most of that bedside. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or, you know, glue pulling. Um, it, uh, it looks I'm, soft enough. Man, I'm hoping and praying that it's something that I can get done with you know, just a couple hours or whatever, yeah. not have to work all day and then go get him and then, um, so those are yeah. the nice ones <laughs> when you've anticipated like it's big but it should come out quick it's insane how i had i had a dent like one of these on the bedside of a dog smoke cigarette y'all be able to hear me but i'm <laughs> and uh um quoted the guy 1250 best as possible the dude was rhino lining you know, paint job after yeah. so he's and the paint was already kind of messed up. I fixed that thing in two hours where it was just like, now it's out. And I was like, okay, yeah, well, that's that. And it was most it was one of those embarrassing moments, you know, <laughs> like, oh. but tell him. it wasn't like a little one, you know, it was, yeah, it was massive. I, it just moved. I tell everybody this that there, there was a car lot that down the road here, and I went there twice fixing cars, and they're just stacked on top of each other. Like you have to take your tools and squeeze between cars to go to the ones in the back, and it's like one of them games where you have to move the little vehicles around for them to get this one out. Yeah, that's how they would have to. So I'm looking at this uh, Subaru WRX or whatever, and it's a dent size of a basketball or something in the rear quarter panel. He's like, you know, how much to get this one out? And uh, so he's like, I already have the uh, inner panel loose for you. (laughs) And I just barely stick my hand in there, touch the back of that thing, not even putting pressure on it. It goes, what do you do? He's like, Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Oh, yeah. you know. So I've learned to never touch a dent on the inside until until I'm going to actually work on it. Yeah. Um, I won't even, if it's in the door and it looks big and soft, I won't even slam the door. No. <laughs> I'll just ease it shut. Speaking of all, you know, that, one of our watchers, Justin Brightmeyer, I think he did a bunch of Audis or something that had a big sunk in dent. He's always just do videos of slamming the door and it popping out. Yeah. I don't think I've ever slammed the door and had a dent move. I guess Audi had an issue with like it sticking to the glue inside or something. And yeah, he would just yeah. slam the door and it would pop the whole thing out. Dang. Yeah, I've, I've tried. If, it's, if it looks like it may, before I start on it, bam, <laughs> I'll shut the door. Well, your dent's fixed, but your hinges are broken. Sorry. What <laughs> uh, I have to do Friday. Uh, it's the same guy he's got too. He's got a, a door ding and a BMW of his, and it's got a little chip, but I can get right to it through the glass. Uh, and then his, uh, it's a 2020, and his 2020 F350, um, the passenger front door flexed open. And so the hinges kind of bent the front edge out and then created a dent. And I told him, I said, well, I got to take the door out. And I opened the door just to kind of look on the inside. He's like, see how much? Further it goes out, I'm like, yeah, both your door stops on the top and the bottom are just bent like this. <laughs> so I don't know if he had it open and somebody backed up in it and it he let some he let friends borrow it. Oh god. 
to go to some big four wheel drive festival or something. That's what and, you do. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, have yeah. it. Have at it. Tear yeah. it up. You should be able to write down what you're about to do and just read it. And no, that's a no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. but yeah, I was like, well, I can. He's like, should I go through insurance? I'm like, I said, you can, but I'm going to write this up totally different. And since it already has paint damage on that edge, I said, I just go through, you know, conventional repair through a body shop, let them handle it. I said, but there's no telling when they're going to get you a door in. And he said, well, can you fix it? I said, yeah, I can fix it. I said, I'll even try to bend back those stoppers enough to where it stops the door. Um, But we'll see how it goes. I know I can get the dent out. You say you had another question, Will? I was going to ask you guys. He's got a list. Look at him. He, he talked to James Ricci before the show. He's like, I got you beat, buddy. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Did that last comment not pop up on uh, – It was not the only guy I know that played the guitar and sing to an account to get an account. Oh, oh I'm sorry. He, he's not on it. Let me – I'm so usually the clicker. I can tell that story real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he is trying. I love it. So it says, so it says the it's only like guy Scott. I know that played a guitar and sings to get an account. So, so I, explain that. I went into a Toyota dealership in San Augustine, Florida that I had been servicing for a while. And a new general manager was there. And there was a new dent guy working in the back lot. So I was like, no. <laughs> um, I go in and talk to the, the general manager. I had my list, you know, I just like standard show up, write my list, walk in. I had noticed the dent guy though. And uh, then I met the new general manager and he's like, yeah, I'm the new general manager here. And I've, I've got a dent guy I've been using for years. So I actually coached his football team when he was a kid. And I'm thinking like, this is the end of this account, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, just, you know, call me if, you know, anything pops up. I'm in St. Augustine all the time. I got a bunch of other dealerships here. So I go, I'm sitting in my truck, my Ford Ranger. It just so happens I had a guitar in the back seat, And, um, and I was sitting there really bummed for losing that account because there's a good account. And I just thought, well, I already don't have it anymore. So what if I just walked in there and put the guitar inside like that glass sales office, you know, where all the yeah. are that are usually kind of scary to talk to and don't even want to look at you. I walk in there and um, I said, hey, I just want to let you know this is how bad I want this account. And I just started playing some random junk that just jamming on an acoustic guitar for a few minutes. And the guy's like, man, let me see that list. Takes my list and checks every single one. And he's like, just go do them. And I actually ended up still not getting that account, like, for long term. The other guy did. Yeah, I got to do all those cars minus the ones that the dude had already done. And, um, and they called me on occasion back, you know, when that other dude. But, yeah, that was <laughs> That's awesome. That is hilarious. I love it. I was going to ask you guys though, what's like a um, like a rough customer 
situation. Maybe not like end of the world, but maybe w- with a little bit of comedy too that you guys have had um, here. So, so I've, okay. So recently, a couple months back, I got my first uh, do not recommend bad review on Google. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, he, he went so, full send on this one. <laughs> so, so uh, I had three customers. No, yeah. Brandon did. Well, I did. And then, <laughs> uh, anyway, so and Andy was down here. Anyway, I uh, helped me with a little hailstorm we had, and I had two guys, young guys, that had the same exact car, just two different colors. We got hit in the hailstorm. Both of them were twenty twenty or twenty twenty one Honda. Accords or Civics, I can't remember. Civic STIs had the damn had these goofy little wrap things down on big wings on them, look like something out of the movie Cars, you know. Well, so one of them was over ten grand, one of them was over twelve grand. Uh, then another lady with the same last name as one of them had come in with her husband's truck. So I did the estimate on that. Well, she never could get back to me on with a claim number. And I asked several times. Well, the first guy, he got approved pretty quick, um, which was surprising. So I, I scheduled him. He was booked for a Monday through a Wednesday. Um, the other one took forever. Through Both of them were progressive. Took forever to get approved. Like, bef- before he ever we ever got to that point, uh, the first one was a no call, no show. Dang it. And I'm sure you can guess he took the money and ran. They sent him the checks. Well, actually, yeah. no. They sent me the supplement check for $8,000-something. Well, I never cashed it until, you know, doing the job. But I did order one of the parts for his vehicle. Um, it wasn't much, but... Uh, both of them had thousand dollar deductibles. I told them I'd help them out with at least 500 of it. And that was going to come from the parts for the window moldings and stuff like that. And I would help out on that, but, but they're going to have to come up with another five. They were fine Thank with it. Well, then he's a no call, no show. Okay. So I call him. He says that he moved to Texas. Like that Friday he moved to Texas and the job starts Monday. And I'm like, so you just found out as soon as I called you that you moved to Texas. He's (laughs) like, no, no, no. I'm like, so why couldn't you call? I tried to call. Well, that week before, I was gone to Memphis for one of my son's ball tournaments for the summer. Okay, well, I had the phones forwarded to my cell phone. Okay. He never tried to call. I'm like, so if you did call, why didn't you leave a message? Well, I did. No, you did not. You never did. I said, so you, I said, you know, I had a gut feeling that you were going to just take the money and run. All you had to do is be up front with me. I'd have charged you, you know, for the estimate. That's all it would have been. You know, um, I said, so now, you know, you're gone with the money, whatever. Let it go. Well, I called his buddy and I called the lady and I said, I need to know right now before I move forward with any more of my time, you know, trying to get these approved insurance, you're going to be here, you know, that well, I'm going to do the work. And the lady's like, she couldn't give me an honest answer. So I just canceled her thing. 
And the buddy was like, yes, I, I can't help what he does, you know, and all this. I'm going to, I'm getting mine fixed. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, it. I spent hours and hours and hours. Well, I'm in another tournament and still haven't heard back from Progressive. And I've, I've, you know, tried like three times and somehow he gets my cell number and he starts texting me. Or first he called and I'm like, you know, he's like, I, you know, what, what's the holdup? I need to get my car fixed and all this. I'm like, well, the holdup's not me. It's progressive. And um, I said, it's going to take you probably calling them and lighting the fire under the butt. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. So he did. Well, they apologized to him saying, you know, that it, they dropped the ball on it and stuff. And that next week when we got back, I'm talking with the local adjuster that had it and stuff or that finally got sent to. Anyway, so he's like, I'm sorry, you know, and I'm, I said, well, he's like, well, just they're, telling it, they're telling me it's approved and all that. I said, well, until I get <clears> something, <throat> it's approved. I'm not scheduling anything. Yeah. So then by the next day, it got approved. And so I contacted him and said, okay, it's approved. I can, I said, look, I'll be here this week and next week, um, you know, because all summer is baseball with us. And um, so I'm like, I can schedule you in. Well, I don't have my deductible. I'm like, so you're harassing me. But I'm thinking it's like, so you're harassing me about this, but you can't even afford a deductible. And I said, well, remember that I said I'd take care of up to 500 of it by swapping the cost of the parts and all that. He said, okay, um, you got anything for the end of the month? This was the end of August. I'm like, yep. So Monday's the 29th. And do it that Monday, you know, three days, whatever, schedule it out. He said, okay. I'm thinking that the supplement check is coming to me. So I get busy, you know, baseball working and all this kind of stuff. And I got thinking it's it's like that week before. Is that Thursday before? I'm like, you know what? Pass my watch. Have you seen the check from State Farm? for that it's been 16 business days and i have yet to get a check and uh she's like no so anyway i call the adjuster lady and she's like well we sent it out i said well we've had mail theft and all that going through here for the last couple months maybe got stolen let me see if it runs today if not she's like well if it doesn't i can request that it be overnighted to you or whatever i said okay so i called her back after the mail run i was like it hadn't run she's like well I'm looking at the account and there's notes on here. The customer had just called and uh, requested that it be sent to him. Mm. I said, you, I knew exactly. And I, I laid into her, not at her, but I'm like, you know what? I had this feeling and I knew this was going to happen. And uh, I said, you know, let me call him. So I call, he answers. He's like, hello. I said, Hey, it's Brandon with Eagle Dent Repair. Click. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I dial it right back, and it rang and rang and rang. By the fifth time, he answers, and I was like, "Hey," he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Can you hear me now?" Yeah. So, hey, it's Brandon with Eagle Dent Repair. Yeah. I said, "Buddy, I need to know if you're actually getting your car repaired because I just got off the phone with Progressive, and they said that you requested that the supplement check be sent to them." Yeah, um, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm like that's exactly what I thought, I, and I let I 
I wasn't very Christian-like with this dude. I can tell you that much. And basically, I told him, I said, at the end, right before I hung up, I said, you know what? I hope your car burns and you're in it. And I hung the phone up. Now that's on the Google review. Now it's on the Google review. But it is a a topic of conversation because I had a customer uh, Friday. uh, (laughs) We were talking about it. I said, look, I've only got one bad Google review. I said, please go read it. I, I said, because... I did respond to it, but it, it's to the point of <laughs> man, it's not your finest moment. <laughs> I told you, I Nick, said, you, 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 know you can't, I said the truth is never out there on social media when you know when it comes <laughs> to that. So, um, I said, but it, it's a great topic, you know, conversation piece. And uh, I said it's my one bad review. Yeah, I had a bad moment. I said, but nobody knows what led up to that moment right there. Sure. Um, if it's but got at a least, you know, bad review, that's that's pretty. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you you're gonna do it, do it big. I'll have did to it? send it to you. Oh, yeah, send it to did it change? Yeah, I got the phone call. <laughs> did it change you from like five stars to like four point nine? Yeah, okay. Because I've noticed some people, it it says five stars, but then they'll have some four star reviews. Now, if you uh, if you've got somebody kind of taking care of your Google and all that, they know how to work around that kind of stuff. Um, I don't really know because hmm. I did have a. I want to say on my Facebook, I had a do not recommend from a a long time ago, uh, and that's just because I totally forgot I had scheduled this guy to meet me at the shop here that morning. And my wife couldn't go on a field trip with my youngest one. So I ended up having to go. It was a Friday. And he called at 8 o'clock. He was here. I'm like, I apologize. I'm like, I'll do whatever. I can come to you. when that, You know, he's like, oh, you know, okay. And then the first thing he does is go on Facebook. And, Dang, you know, yeah. leave a do not recommend. Uh, but I've, I've, it's still on there. But I've got a five-star review. So I don't know. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I've been trying to no Andy, cool. what was yours? I ain't got nothing that cool. Like. I've had one guy that was paranoid schizophrenic, but I won't really get into all that. Like, I guess I will a little bit. He said that, like, God talks to him a lot and doing this and that. And he said the doctors told him he's paranoid schizophrenic, but he's not. And so, but I had, I guess my funniest one would be I've had a Nissan Pathfinder about a month ago come in. And the bottom of her door was just down the side. And she's got a permaplate. So she's like, yeah, I want to file a claim through permaplate. And I was like, I'll try. You got like 60 dents here. I don't know. So I tried to work with them. It didn't work. But a goat, she has a pet goat. And it got out of her, out of its stall or whatever. And seeing its reflection in this Pathfinder just beat the shit out of it. Like all the way down both sides of it. That thing sucked to fix. Oh, my God. Yeah, we ended up having to go through her insurance. She had like a. Like a hundred dollars deductible or something like that. I, I was like, "Look, you know, you shouldn't have had to pay for this anyway. You bought permaplate, so I just covered the cost on that and took care of it for her." But yeah, that was, that was pretty interesting. I was like, "You said what hit it?" She's like, "A goat. It just <laughs> the shit out of it." It's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I've seen videos of them seeing their reflection <clears throat> just going at at the side of a car. So he's five star. Has one random one star from a serial Google review. Never I've got all. a four star like that that I know ne- I I don't have this customer in my database. I the name doesn't sound for me. And I got a four star, you know, just you know, you reply back with you know, 
thank you. You know, <clears throat> let us know what we can do to get that extra star, you know, but, um, you know, and I've had a couple of texts go and I've always been against that and go on and, and leave a review, you know, if they're from my, they get rid of them anyway. We've had a couple people try it and like, you know, I've had several stick and but they just weren't cool. back to back to back, you know, and trust me, I know there, there's uh, you know, one in, in my area that, that, you know, long time or years ago, most of his reviews are from technicians that he just got in a group with and they just all start giving <laughs> reviews out. And, you know, I'm like, had your car, uh, he had your car, but yet you're from California. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like, we've tried that. We've on. done that with each other, but we've, but they cancel it out like they won't. Well, we, and we've been truthful about it. But, <clears throat> so we worked with so-and-so, did great work. And so, you know what I mean? It wasn't like yeah. a customer. It was like working with somebody and tried, but they still didn't stick. So, yeah. Well, that, that's on Google. Like, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even ask my family to give a review for, and, unless I've done work for them. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I want all I can get. For a guy with a company in Florida that had – um, that I'm on a group text with and he was sharing a bad review experience. It was just like totally uncalled for, you know, he's all bummed out. And, and I, I can, like, I feel like I'm just anticipating that day coming, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's only a matter of time, but, um, but I was like, man, this guy's such a great guy and like all the stuff on social media is so awesome. So I'm just going to leave a nice little peer review and, it went through. I think that's, yeah. yeah. Google hates me apparently. So yeah. <laughs> that. I can't get people to leave reviews. Like I try, I got a CRM system that automatically send it to them, you know, and all this and that. And just people, they're ecstatic, thrilled. I've even started, I did a new one where it'll send them a text. Were you pleased with your experience? It just text yes or no. Whatever they text depends on what it takes them afterwards. Okay, they say yes. Okay, great. Can you do you mind leave us a Google review? It helps us out. Blah blah blah. Crickets. I'm like, are you serious? Like, why is it so hard to leave me a freaking review? I think yeah. it, I feel like about. Ten, I feel like I'm probably around ten percent of for people leaving a review. Yeah, and it's always like it's usually never the best ones that you have like that great connection and or maybe even they called another company like I which is one of the coolest things yeah. to me is when like, Oh, we brought our car to the shop. They said this dent can't be fixed. I just wanted another opinion. And I'm like, just from the picture, like hundred percent, I'll fix that. And then show up and, and, you know, it's like an older couple and the kid, their adult kid shows up and I'm like, Oh, look, I'm having my dent fixed. Totally painless. Didn't have to take it anywhere. And, uh, <laughs> and then like the whole, like, Oh, we're going to leave you a great review. I'm like, awesome. <clears throat> soon as i leave i'm gonna you know text you a link and uh nope <laughs> i'm gonna start trying to ask customers if i get like video reviews of them and you know what i mean like at least i can put yeah. that on google it'll be in my updates or whatever have you done that i'm not having but i think i'm gonna start trying it just to see if i can get a couple people to bite on that you hear you're happy right now let's go ahead and get this shit done give me something <laughs> like, uh, I, so here's some here's something that I, i've noticed that works. So when we do credit card transaction, we use Square. So I charge the processing fees. So I don't, I don't charge exactly what Square is because trying to build that into 
because they're just say they were like 2.5% plus 15 cents, you know, um, it's just hard to compute that. Uh, so I charge in, in person here, it's 3.5%. If it's over the phone, I got to manually do it. I charge 5%. That covers that processing fee. So basically, yeah, I will make a little bit of money off the processing fee. So I do have to go back into mobile tech RX and, and put that little bit into the total. So when I go to pay that, you know, in there, it does send that. Thank you for your business. That same text message out that has the Google review link in it. Yeah. And so usually on that second time, cause it could be later that day or it could be the next day. Sometimes that's usually when I get the review. So it may be something that <clears throat> you wait a day or two, go back in there and resend that. that I've heard trying just, it at night. Once I get settled at home, you know, watch yeah. TV or whatever. I've tried it all. Like I literally have. I know yeah. Matt Hendiger on Shop Launch has a uh, he has something that's been working really well for everybody. I think it's like offer a hundred dollar gift Amazon gift card, and like Corey Kleinfeld got like a crazy amount of reviews off of this one workflow out of that CRM system. So, but I'm not on that one, so I can't, I can't get the deep. So what were they? What were they doing? It'll yes. be like it'll send to all your customers you repair stuff for. It'll be like, would you like a hundred dollar uh, Amazon gift card? And they click yes. So you okay? Leave us a review for a chance to win. Oh, uh, a chance and, to win that. Okay. Yeah, and you like, do the drawing. Send everybody a hundred dollar gift card for. No, no, no. Nope. Yeah, you get one for that. For That's that some California boys for you. Yeah. Hey, I mean it works. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I gotta figure out all the details behind that because I'd like. To, I think Jack actually set up on mine. I just need to run it and see what I get. Yeah, got incentivized. Where, um, great quality repair ain't enough. Apparently, You're going above and beyond. <laughs> got incentivized a little bit. I can't remember if it was a TikTok video or or just a Facebook video, real quick. Uh, <clears throat> dentless, dentless touch. I don't know if it's Christopher Ray or or um, uh, Davo, but it had on the girl in there racing the the Google reviews, and it was like three hundred and thirty eight now. Like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, hey, I hope you don't burn in your car and see if that helps me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do the opposite of what well, it is. It, it wasn't my greatest moment, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. When you said that, he was no, fired was, up. He called I me. He fired was up, fired up. up. I bet. He said, I just I told the bet. SOB, I hope you burn in your car. I hope your car burns down. Burning, I hope your car burns and you're in it. Click. I was like, "What?" <laughs> what the guy goes on and makes a Google account to go leave a review. <laughs> yeah, it's got the one review. Yeah, one review. Just started yeah. on Google, and uh, yeah, he tried. He texted me like right after that, and this long gibberish thing, and you know, it, it just was stupid. And all I could do here, here's the here's what. So before he left the. So he texts me right after I hang the phone up, this long little thing. And so I like, I don't even really respond. I just hold it down and hit the crying laughing face. Oh my God. <laughs> and it went to, and then he's like, yeah, keep laughing. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, block. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I get a Google review and it's, uh, you know, <laughs> later on, I, after I cooled down, I'm like, yeah, I probably should have done that. But hey, I need to give up a couple updates while we're 
whenever we get off, I don't even care at this point. Like <laughs> we're two hours in, I'm good to go. Uh, tomorrow night I'll be on Dent Digest. So Ryan Shut and Manny talking about the meetup. So if you guys can tune into that, that's eight Central Time. It's a little past my bedtime, but you know, um, it's Ryan and Manny. I ain't gonna say no to them guys, and I get to talk about the meetup. So uh, Carl Stuckey sent some stuff today, so hopefully I'll be live on the event page in a couple of days showing what he sent. I think he was sending some new stuff, so I'm kind of excited to see what – I mean, I, I don't get to have it, but if somebody gets it out of the deal. So. <laughs> Gene was on John Vadine's on Dents and Dreams a couple of Saturdays ago. He said that, he, you know, he's going to be here. He's he's going to be doing some Kiko demonstration for us, blue pulling stuff. And then uh, oh, Vadine is not only going to throw up some tools for the, you know, the giveaway, but he's going to uh, send a bunch of glue – so a lot of the first people to get here with toy donations will get a pack of Reaper glue, unless I keep it all for myself because I keep joking. I'm like, I'm at least keeping the glue. Like I love the glue. I love, I love the Reaper I mean, glue. I, I haven't taken it out of my my gun. Like it's that's my go-to. Should taste the wrong number. <laughs> what mom say? It's my mom's on too, buddy. <laughs> to a bit recently, they did that. If a review was completed while standing there, then. Well, we we see well, your name. in the weekly drawing oh. for a gift basket. I didn't want to stream our position. Oh. This is mom. <laughs> hey, mom. You're good, mom. You you did something right. So, yeah. <laughs> besides yeah. having me, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna oh, try to change it up on the review game and see if we can get something coming in. Whether I gotta do a giveaway or if I gotta do freaking you know live reviews or whatnot, and just try to changed up well, a little bit maybe like with me the reason i haven't done a live review because i'd like to do it out like out front um and now that I, i'm getting the building looking nice and stuff fresh asphalt you know, yeah I'll, I'll <laughs> try to do that more um, yeah have you guys but, ever thought of trying to capture the moment the customer walks up to the repair and get that reaction I haven't tried, but I've caught it on my ring camera out front several times, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that happens for me. I'm like, man, wouldn't this be like the best thing for other people to see? Right. But then I feel like it might be a little weird too if I've you know got like the GoPro set up yeah. or, or well, as long as the customer's okay with it. But hey, I, you know, I'm excited hey, about you seeing your repair. You. Yeah, I'm excited uh, about you seeing your repair. Do you mind if I? You know, get your reaction. So one of one of the last ones that I did that, uh, you know, I basically had to sell myself to this customer who came to me because he had already gone to one PDR guy. They said it can't be done. He'd gone to a body shop and they said it can't be done by PDR. Even though the other PDR guy said it can't be done, even though I know Brandon can do stuff that I can't do, there's no way it can be done. And I'm looking at this like, this is a, it, it's not hard. It's, it's not a difficult, it's, just, it's else, just in a difficult area. A little more time, a little more thought. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, and of course it's like, you know, the $1,200 job or whatever. And the guy's like, are you sure you can get it out? I'm like, yes, sir. I can't, I guarantee all my work. I'm a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. And of course I'm thinking now I'm setting myself up to fail because I've had one customer in all these years that's taken that. And, you know, even though the dent was pretty much 98, 99% and there was nothing there, 
oh, well, I see a little flicker, blah, blah, blah. You said 100%. I don't charge for it then. Yeah. You know, I'm like, so So I even told Andy, I'm like, and this was a while back, I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm setting myself up to fail or what, you know, this guy's trying to, and everybody was like, well, maybe it's one of the moments that you make a believer out of somebody. And that's what it was. So his <laughs> car was parked, backed up out front right here. And the ring camera catches him when his buddy drops him off. And he's going, I mean, he's squatting down going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And then he comes in. He's like, this is awesome. You know, that's what I'm he's talking a, about. He's a great. He's like. I'm taking it back to the body shop and the other dent guy and saying, <laughs> y'all are wrong. I'm like, please do that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, huh? Did he leave a review? I think so. I can't remember. I think he did. You better. I'd have <laughs> to go. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't have, they're not signed up for with Google. Yeah. You know, because you got to sign in to do that crap. And but that's no, what, though, uh, like when you, that's bullshit, though, that you think they ain't got Google, but when they sign it in or whatever, they got at gmail.com. Like, bitch, I know you got Google. You got <laughs> Gmail. <laughs> like, come on, man. Well, there's a lot of, like, like lately, lately, a lot of the older ones are AOL.com and BellSouth.net, which I still have a BellSouth. My wife still has an AOL, too. But it's like junk emails for us. But right. uh, I'm like, oh, you still got some of them old school stuff. You, you still love the dial-up days. <laughs> Right, got the but, CD with minutes on it. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Well, you're officially our longest running show. So Woo! go <laughs> wheel. Yeah. We're at two hours and six minutes. I thought you had a show. I thought you said there was a show over two hours. It was. It was yeah, two hours and four minutes. That was Matt Myers. <laughs> now you've got the record. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, peace out. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> It well, makes driving hard really cool. not so bad. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys having me on. And, oh, thanks uh, for being on, dude. It's been awesome. Talk and uh, just get to know you guys a little bit. I I know I was on a group text with you guys. You're still on it, though, right, Andy? I'm not in the group. He, group wasn't, he wasn't in that one that that I was in with you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm I, not in. Yeah, there's only a few. I guess a few <clears> you guys have backed out. But, I, don't, I mean, it's just so cool interacting with guys that, you know, are – taking their stuff seriously and you know like you said you got the guy saying this can't be done probably not even by brandon and it's just and then you look at it and it's like i know i can fix that or at least get it 98 99 percent well you had the same same situation you know the last show we were gonna have you on right and that's why you needed it was uh it was a a body shop that called that company to come fix a brand new Chevy Trax hood that apparently they all come damaged. And it was four, a four foot crease across the hood. And then one spot on the body line in the center of the hood in the front, all shallow. I like rubbered in the, in the guy showed up. He's like, yeah, this can't be fixed. And uh, the <laughs> dude sends me some pictures in a video and I'm thinking it's just long yeah and um i ended up getting like two hundred dollars more than i you kind of like are for like the pushing it price for fixing a new panel you know yeah um so they were like super you know you could have said 
thousand something dollars for you to damage whatever you know yeah. but um, took me three hours rubbered almost all of it you know like 90 percent of it was not in a brace and uh Nice. Then, oh, now, hey, y'all just call me, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, you're getting that. Uh, it was one of those, like, you can't not do that situation. Nick said that's a $2,000 dent, <laughs> four foot crease. Yeah. Call me for the hell. No, that's a, that's a new account for you, is what that was. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and new friend. Um, the manager there's a disc golfer, and we got the talking about disc golf. I didn't bring that part up about me, but. <laughs> um, regular golf too um i love, well, I love golf they're actually right behind me out the window is my disc golf setup nice but nice. um yeah it's one of those just you know got an account got a new friend um that's what but, i like making friends with some of your you know people in your accounts. that's yeah. what i'm hoping next week our if i can get him on i'm hoping our guest will be uh my body shop so it's family owned body shop the son runs most of it now estimates and stuff and he's my good friend thomas i'm hoping i can get him on because a little different perspective having you know body shop guy on and everything yeah he loves the fight with adjusters like he gets he gets in the fight with adjusters he's like let me add him i can't wait i'm like yeah i love you (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah so i'm hoping i get him on i don't know how he is with being live we're gonna try to fix that i got a week (laughs) he'll be fine he you know, like we try to explain to everybody, it's just us talking is all oh, it is. Yeah. Just because yeah. it says live up there. I mean, it's not like you're in front of a stadium full of people. Imagine yeah, we just went naked and two stuff. hours and ten minutes bullshitting, you know? <laughs> like, it's not yeah. hard to do. <laughs> well, I'm, what I'm taking from this is the reviews, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you let us know when you get your first bad review. Oh, uh, you will, um, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, you, it's got to come. And even if it's one of those like random one stars that people get, you know, that's, that's like, no uh, words or nothing. Yeah. Just, uh, and, uh, yeah. I've got some local buddies with businesses that have that and they say, we have no record of you being the customer. And it's like, man, that's so yeah. unfortunate. Cause you know, yeah, you off for that five star. My haters wife. Gonna hate. What's up? I said, haters going to hate. Oh yeah, my wife keeps telling me that she's like a four star review is not not bad either. I'm like I know, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, the thing is, like I've been told is, you know, conflicting stories. But I mean, we all want straight five stars. But the ones that are four and a half, uh, you know, between four and a half five, you know, if customers go and and like mine, I've got one bad review, you know, and my response is pretty good to them on it. I wasn't going to respond to it. I was going to try and get it disputed. Uh, but like Mary Toledo is like, no, you have to defend your business. You know, you yeah. have to defend yourself. And so, I, you know, thought of a decent response, put it on there, you know. Um, so it's there. If if people go in and look like, why is he a 4.9? You know, and he's got all these reviews and it's all these five stars one one star review yeah and they go and read it then it's like well it seems like he's a good company a good guy sure. what what's it's about so it's a conversational piece you know like i yeah. said I, I i i wish more people would ask me about it because they're, they're all pretty much on my side and would probably react the same way you know I feel like it's a but, challenge now for the rest of us to like get that <laughs> one star review you have, to have you have to top that story 
Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah. He punched yeah. me in the throat. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he literally, he literally set my car on fire when yeah. he hit it. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't about friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. I need to get going anyway. Um, I got yeah. to I got to do this again tomorrow night. So, <laughs> cool. Well, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, thank you, I brother. Really appreciate you coming on, and uh, again, appreciate everybody that's been watching and commenting. And uh, we'll let y'all know who we got on next week. I've been kind of lax, like I told Will today. I'm like, I've been out of my element on. Like, I didn't even put it the, the promo up until yesterday, and yeah. Um, I just been busy here and just anyway. I get it. Been slacking. <laughs> but anyway, no, we really appreciate you coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank you, brother. Really it was great. Um, and yeah. you, you always know that you can always text us, call us anytime. Um, you know, this isn't just a one time. Yeah. Oh know. yeah. Hey, you're on We're our show. For, you get out of here. We're here so. for anybody that needs it. Like, yep. I'd be more than happy to help anybody. I got several people. Mark Hunter's one of the watchers. You know, he's detailer getting into pdr all the time trying to help him out you know i enjoy it like i think especially if you're teaching them the right stuff like it makes me feel good if they're listening and want oh, yeah. to do it the right way instead of being turds the coolest thing to pass your good stuff down absolutely exactly yeah. all right well i'm gonna hit the exit video and uh i'll back us out in the back room in this thing but uh see y'all next week bye everybody Later. Thanks again for watching another episode of Ginger Bros Dent Show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And for all past episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or Podbean. Keep pushing. Make that money. See you next week.